Um, I don't know. Are the Cowboys good still? I feel like they go up and down all the time. They're either really good or they suck so bad. You said the Dallas Cowboys? Yeah. Just down. They're down. No ups. There's never been an up. The thing about the Dallas Cowboy fans is they'll they'll argue otherwise. That's what I'm saying. Like I know a few Dallas Cowboy fans, and they're very serious about it. And I just like I've never seen the payoff. They always think every year like this is our year. I've never seen more. I'm going to say this cautiously. They're probably going to come for me. A more delusional fan base than the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, that tracks. That tracks. <laughs> um, like, just no hope in the world. But, man, if you ask them, they got the they got the top team in the league every year. Every year. So funny. One of Gonzo's best friends and one of our good friends is a huge Dallas Cowboys fan. And so whenever they go to play the Rams, he like, yeah. like, oh, Gonzo, are you ready for this week? And Gonzo's like, yeah, this is an easy <laughs> week for us. See what I mean? Hi, Justin. Hey, Lindsay. This is Pretty Wild. Are you ready? Hello, cuties, and welcome back to another episode of Perspectives of Pop Culture. I'm Lindsay, this is Justin, and we went viral last week. We did. Holy shit. Um, and we yeah, had our we first did. haters. It was it was weird. Of course, it's because of Taylor Swift. Like, we no, should just No, of course. I nonstop. knew that she would be the reason. I just knew Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Which, have you seen the photos of the wedding that she went to and how the Swifties completely disregarded the fact that this was like an intimate moment for mm-hmm. not Taylor Swift mm-hmm. and just surrounded the restaurant and everything. It was like, it was, I think it was kind of disrespectful to be totally honest with you. Um, Listen, after our viral TikTok, like I will not be speaking ill of the Swifties. Like they're scary and I'm a Swiftie. And like, here's the thing. Like I feel as though I am a huge Swiftie. Like I am a Taylor yeah. apologist. Like I could tell you everything under the sun, but there's some like, angry Swifties and these are the girlies that you you can't say one form of criticism and no. they will come with their pitchforks and pitchforks were brought to our viral TikTok or Instagram reel yeah they people definitely came into her defense um we had somebody who kind of took offense to my flat earth comment I have nothing Well, she was a f- flat earther, so that's obvious. It's okay. We didn't need to <laughs> be concerned about that one. I mean. So, yeah. Then, yeah, we got our we got our first hater who, you know, hate is going to hate. And that's okay. Yeah, I highly encourage you guys to go to our Instagram profile and look at the Taylor Swift video that went semi-viral. When I say viral, like, we got over 1,000 likes. And for an Instagram account with – under a thousand followers like that's pretty cool and i'm proud of us yep. even if it was people that were hate commenting the first hate comment we got was that um i shouldn't have described taylor swift as psychotic um she doesn't know me she obviously does not understand that this is my lingo and this is how i speak and um i'm so sorry for using that word like i should have said something else and gonzo said to me 
Lindsay, like, not everyone gets your lingo. I was like, yeah, but they're not listeners. And, like, the listeners get it. Like, the people that are listening understand that I was just using excited language and I am me. And if you're not listening, you can't leave hate comments. I can't take them seriously. Damn. (laughs) Lindsay let it (laughs) lay down the law. Yeah. Like, if we're going to be famous, Justin, I have to, like, at first I was a little concerned and I was stressed. And then I was like, yeah, Lindsay, like. You're going to get millions of hate comments in the future. Like, it's fine. Look, it's in this day and age, everybody gets canceled at one point. I was literally talking to one of the nurses who the mom and her high school son, the mom made some comment. It wasn't even like a mean comment or anything. She just mispronounced something. And she's like, my son almost damn near canceled me right then and there because of one little faux pas. Oh, she misspelled or mispronounced the word pho, like pho, the food. Oh. She pronounced it like pho or something like mm-hmm. that. And her son jumped down her throat and damn near canceled her. And that just goes to show you that, like, everybody messes up. I just think now because of social media, your, like, small little blunders are recorded for a lifetime. And people need to chill. Need to chill. And then our not viral instagram reel at all got an 18 year old hater little boy which is so funny to me and i was very entertained by it but of course my two spiciest friends came to our defense in the comments and it's like they don't need to be but i love them and i appreciate that i have like these badass bitches behind me (laughs) but he really like hit a nerve and he's like don't quit your day job i just wanted to be like how did you know that that was my sore spot like how did you know, young Ben? Like, I'm so confused. My thing is, is first of all, he was watching the reel to begin with. So, like, yeah, okay, don't watch. you can hate all you want. And, you know, the comment about, you know, not, not everybody needs a podcast or don't quit our day jobs. Guess what, Ben? I still have a day job. <laughs> we still have our day jobs. And you know what? You're we I agree. We don't need a podcast, but we like it, okay? It's fun, okay? Exactly. You find it something that's fun for joy. you. Okay, Ben? And I hope that he finds that. I hope I hope he finds it. I hope all of our listeners find the thing that brings them joy. And they just do it. Oh my gosh. Anyway, besides our viral hater moment, um, what did you do this weekend? A whole bunch of nothing because Gonzo got his full toenail taken off. So we were not able to really go to the beach or anything. We did go to the beach for an hour, but he was so uncomfortable. I just felt bad. I was like, we have to go. And we did a lot of honeymoon planning, like getting all of our reservations in and stuff, which is just so stressful. Like I'm not a reservation girly in general. And, but then I think like, I need to know, no, like Unless there's this very specific restaurant that I'm really trying to go to. But especially when I'm traveling, I'm like, oh, once we get there, we'll figure it out. Like, we'll walk around. Yeah. We'll find somewhere that's cute, you know? Yeah. I, you know, and Jackie and I were actually going through our, like, list and planning. And part of it, we were trying to put ourselves in a Lenzo moment. And we're like, hey, like, maybe this one night we leave open to just wander in somewhere um, so yes. we're definitely channeling you guys. Um, but at the end of the day, we're both very type A planners. And so some of the restaurants, most of the restaurants we're going to, we did 
book reservations ahead of time. And I did book a lot of reservations. Like, please let me be clear because everyone on TikTok is so scary. Like, if you don't have reservations, you're not getting in anywhere. Yes. It's like, okay, exactly. drama. Like, relax. It's okay. Yeah. Like, there's a thousand restaurants. Not every single one's going to require yeah. a reservation. And if I have to wait 45 minutes at the bar with an Aperol spritz, so be it. Yeah. I think for like the I think the ones that are like the viral restaurants like I the one that comes to mind is like Pink Mama in Paris. Oh, are you guys that going? Has been like, yes. Ah, uh, so good. So like that place we're making we can't even make a reservation until thirty days out. So like I have a reminder of my calendar and my notion to like book the reservation at thirty days out. So like places like that, yeah, definitely have to make reservations. No, I agree. But um. There other places were just like, you know what? We'll just figure it out, hopefully. I think Gonzo and I have found majority of our favorite restaurants are like little places just by walking around and figuring it out. You guys are talented in that way. Well, it's because our level of chill is just so high, sometimes to a fault, that we have to survive off that. I would have to agree. <laughs> We're just, you know, living life. Gonzo does, though he gets mad if I don't, like, call ahead and make sure they're open. I don't do that. You know, like, oh, Google Maps says it's supposed to be open. It's going to be open. But that's just not always yeah, the yeah. case, you know, like, especially on this island. And I'm sure in Europe as well, like, people just decide, like, hey, I'm closing right now. And I don't yeah. feel like working or, like, the waves are good. And so that's – I've run into that a lot of it of Gonzo being, like, did you check if it was open after we've driven 45 minutes to it? Um, but to me, just like a story, an adventure to be had. You know, I agree with part of that. Like, I'm not going to lie. I don't call ahead to see if they're open. I'm just like, check on my phone. Yeah. And if Google Maps says they're open. They better be damn open. Yeah. And if not, I'm going to be pissed. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I in the take, because like I've been on the island with you. Google Maps is not reliable to tell you no. if the place is open or not. No. At all. Because, like you said, people just were like, you know what? It was a lazy Sunday. We're not coming in until, like, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, all right, cool bet. You know, I'm here at 10 a.m. Yeah. Love No, that. it's literally, like, the amount of times I've walked up to a spot for coffee or something in the morning, and they're like, waves were good. Be, be in around noon. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> My I'll thing is, like, maybe, I'll like, post it to your else. socials at least, you know? Like, post it to your social. Yeah, no, it, again, like, we are 10 years behind here, and sometimes that's so fun and quaint, and I love it, and then other times I'm like, come on, but it's just, like, yeah. a nice little, you know what, it's what I deserve for how I live my life with my friends of this trial and error, not really planning, this is what I deserve, this type of lifestyle, so can't complain, and there's always something else around the corner, life lesson, Look at you dropping knowledge today. Yeah, like love your haters, um, trial and error, something new is around the corner. Oh, there's a new moon on Wednesday, and it's a blue moon because there's it's two full moons in one month, and that only that's like a rare occasion. So it's a blue moon. You know that yeah. phrase, once in a blue moon? Yeah. yeah so yeah. on Wednesday, I'm just like prepping you guys. Like this comes out from. on Wednesday. Yeah, that's where it comes from, the witches. So on Wednesday – um, make sure you're going to listen to this episode and then you're going to drive yourself over to the grocery store and you're going to purchase some bay leaves and you're going to write down your wishes on the bay leaf and then you burn the bay leaf with a white 
candle. And while you're burning it, you just say like, like ask for your wish um, and, you know, like do a little prayer, however that relates to you and burn your bay leaf and uh, and open the door for the um, wish to come through. Also, wash your front door. Just a little witchy advice for you. I have questions. I have follow-up yeah. questions. Um, what signifies a white candle, first of all? Does Purity. Does it just have to be like... I don't so know why. The witches the on TikTok. Does the candle have to be white? Like, I'm confused. Yeah, the witches on TikTok are saying that we need a white candle. Like a white, like, little candlestick. Okay, that... Sure. Second question is mm-hmm. these wishes, you don't write them down or anything. You're just like thinking them to yourself. No, no, you write it on the bay leaf. Okay. Another follow-up question. How do you write it on the bay leaf? And like, I have really large handwriting. I can't write that small. You can. A lot of bay leaves are larger than you think. Honestly, hot tip oh. for a bay leaf. Get them from the Hispanic... Um, section in your grocery store you know how they have like the Mm -hmm. bags of Mm -hmm. um herbs and stuff they have them it's much cheaper and they're big and you write i use one of the like sharpie pens like the thin sharpies i use that and you, you can't do too many wishes at once like there has to be like why don't we just focus on one wish and that one wish could have like multiple facets so like for example my one wish could be like oh for this podcast to be successful to have a mm-hmm. hundred thousand followers on Instagram, right? And a and yeah. ten thousand monthly listeners, right? That yeah. equates to one wish because it's under one umbrella thing. So I can say like, oh, on one bay leaf, a hundred thousand followers on Instagram. On another bay leaf, ten thousand monthly listeners. And then on another bay leaf, like hot and famous, all goes under the same umbrella. <laughs> But you can't be like, I want a car, I want to take this vacation, and I want to do something else. Like, it needs to be under one umbrella, and then you can detail out your wishes on multiple Baileys. But it needs to just be, like, one wish. Or it'll get muddled. Uh, Got it. Okay. Um, My next question is, do you already know what your wish is going to be? It's always about this podcast. Yeah, I think, like, speaking your wishes into... um, what am I trying into existence is a real thing and you know it makes people laugh but I don't know everyone's done it are you laughing at them once they're successful probably not you're probably like damn I should have started speaking my wishes into existence long long time ago instead of being a jelly belly hater on my Instagram reel Okay, I got I got one last question. Yeah, you said wash wash your door. Why are we washing? Oh, that's our door? just that's like a feng shui money thing. Like your front door should mm-hmm. be washed so that money like can freely enter your home. So you should always sweep and wash your front door on um like sweep like your front little patio and sweep like like for us we have that mud room so I sweep all that out and I clean both sides of my door. And um, that's like a money feng shui thing. And that's just a little extra little razzle dazzle for this blue moon. You know, you guys, if, you know, our pop culture podcast doesn't take off, we may just transition into like witchy podcast where <gasps> Lindsay. Don't tempt me gives, with a good time. 
gives all of the witchy advice and I try to ask real concrete questions and keep a straight face. That would actually be pretty good. Like, if you guys aren't into pop culture and you want us to transition into witchy vibes only, like, <laughs> slide into our DMs. Oh, my gosh. You know what I learned this weekend on my TikTok? Is, on my witch talk? That? There yeah, is a uh-huh. place in New York called Lilydale, and the town is filled with psychics and mediums and witches, and it's, like, a real-life Halloween town. Like, everyone that lives there is a psychic or a mm. medium or a witch of some sort, and... Like, I need to go to this town. And just, like, my biggest dream, I was telling Gonzo this last night when I was telling him about Lilydale, is to just be, like, walking through a grocery store or a coffee shop and a psychic or a medium comes up to me and was, like, the spirits compelled me to come speak to you. Like, me? Little old (laughs) me? Like, the spirits want you to talk to me? It must be important. Like, that's my dream to be chosen in the spiritual realm for someone to come up to me in a public setting to tell me something that they just had to tell me because the spirits were just, like, begging them to. Yeah, we might be changing our podcast, guys, because I can't get enough of this. This is a world that I only know because of Lindsay. And don't get me wrong, I have come to find some validity to it. Like when we did the maps, I was like, holy shit, my lines went through some of my favorite places on the world in the world. The astro um, your astro map. Yeah, my astro map. Um so yeah, that might be a small segment that we might have to do. Like, you know, astrology corner with Lindsay. Wow. Just to make this podcast longer, we'll add in another segment. <laughs> Lindsay's witch update of the week. Oh, man. Anyway, so if anyone knows anything about Lilydale, if you've heard of it before or if you're interested, like, please let me know I'm dying. I want to go spend a weekend there at like a bed and breakfast that's owned by witches. I'm like picturing Sabrina, the teenage witch's aunt's own a bed and breakfast that I, I stay at in Lilydale, you know? Do they have like a huge jack-o'-lantern in the town center or no not to my knowledge but maybe if i moved there i could get on the neighborhood committee and just like ask if that could be a seasonal thing absolutely you know (laughs) yeah so you know that's what i did this weekend what did you do oh my god (laughs) um (laughs) i had a really good weekend starting off with i had like three days off unheard of like it was like unrequested time off too so like that's what made it so crazy and three days in um, a row three days well i technically worked thursday night and then from thursday night until tonight like i've been off it's been hmm. fucking great um saturday was a day holy shit and jackie and i decided to just go full sin this weekend because i had so much time off so um Saturday was a day. We helped out our friend Andrea open up her clothing store. Oh, yeah. Congrats. That looks so beautiful. Oh, my God. So she opened up a little bit earlier this week, um, but she wanted to do a grand opening party. So her and the girl that she shares a space with, Perlina, her name's Gina. She does, like, jewelry and stuff like that, which I'm actually wearing her earrings. I got new gold hoops. Cute. Um, so they had a grand opening party. So they got Jackie to do the florals, which I'm not like, this is not me being biased, but Jackie did her fucking thing. No, um, you guys. I'll, I'll give her her props right now. She she killed the florals. Just like, there's like one like 
plant. I forgot to ask her what it was. It was like this dragon fruit lily looking thing that just I was just like, where did she find this shit? And she killed it. You guys, this she is it. Um, my personal petition for Jackie to post more on Instagram her florals because she is in insanely talented like all these florists that you're following um jackie does better like i'm telling you she's so good when she sent me those videos from the grand opening i was like damn these florals are nice and when i asked her i wasn't expecting her to be like yeah that was me i was like excuse me you just like casually whipped this up like jackie's so good she like i don't and i and i feel like she didn't like watch like a bunch of youtubes or anything like that just like she kind of just like she had just a natural eye for it, which is crazy. And then she really had a good opportunity in the very beginning where she um, freelanced for a couple of really good florists here where she mm-hmm. learned a lot of like basic techniques on how to make things happen and get them done. And yeah, like she crushed it with the floral. Um, yeah. She got a lot of compliments on them. Some interior designer lady was like, I need these in my mm. homes. Like, no, they're so, so yeah, good. It was really good. Really good for her. Um, and then I provided the beats, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, I had some people, so, like, <clears throat> the space, they have, like, wineries down below. And some people came up from the winery and were, like, making requests and, like, asking, <laughs> talking to me a little bit. One of the pourers, one of the guys who work in the winery down below, he's like, dude, like, your music got me through the entire day. He gave me a $20 bill. Like, he didn't make any requests or anything. He just like, here, dude, like, you fucking crushed that. I was like. Stop, you killed it. Yeah. You got all these new customers for 11 and you should have been like oh i'll do a request only if you show me your purchase oh that missed opportunity missed opportunity so yeah like that was a lot of that was a lot of fun um i like went into it with not really a plan which i have always made like kind of set lists for my gigs and so this week i was trying to challenge myself and not do that um it was definitely stressful at some parts and i definitely had a lot of mistakes but um it was a lot of fun it allowed me to be a lot more organic so did that from like two to six um we had to run home take home my speakers because i don't use my speakers at pearl feed the dog uh, let the dog out we had to change because i was in like jeans shorts and a t-shirt i had to put on a cute outfit yeah um jackie changed and then we had to run back to pearl eat in between all that and i had to set up for my next gig from eight to eleven thirty and let me tell you i use the phrase a lot in my bag i owned the fucking bag that night oh what is what bag the bag of just killing your shit like playing great song after great song everybody's vibing yes like the whole night just went smoothly like i entered in with like nothing but like early 2000s like r&b edits and it was like i just think remember there's these two girls sitting right in front of me and what I kind of do now and I've learned to do is like as a DJ in the beginning, you kind of play a little bit different music and see whose vibes. And then you start mm-hmm. leaning into that. So I played like this R&B edit and these girls started like nodding. And I was like, you're mine. Yes. You're like, <laughs> you I found my I route. Like, I found. And so I leaned into that heavy. And so I played a shit ton of like, and then on my piano, they were vibing. And then it's like these other group of girls came over and like, they were getting it. Um, and then finally, there's these there's this group of women from New York. They were like maybe around our age, a little bit older. And at once they walked over to the dance floor and started gassing me up. It was a done deal. I started going to the, like the jungle edits, the um, Jersey edits. Um, I got into some like Latin funk. I played a little disco in there. I played some house. Um, and then at one point, 
I was like, the vibes were high, and I made like one wrong song selection where like it kind of came down and kind of people dissipated. I was like, oh shit, I fucked it up. And then I was like, you know what? Let's just let's throw a hail mary. I did a Diana Ross house edit, and this old like white lady in the back started losing her fucking shit. She started like that. pointing at me from her chair, <laughs> and her husband's like, yeah. She started getting up I'm and obsessed. dancing. She she loved it and then that reinvigorated me and then the rest of the night i took off from there i was i played oh my god there was at one point i like got on the mic which i never do and people loved it got on the mic and i was like guys i don't know if you like i introduced myself and i was like you know what i'm feel like we got to slow it down a little bit and i played a teach me how to dougie over um cry me a river so it was like the cry me a river beat but it was the lyrics to teach me how to dougie what i can't even picture that Oh my god, it's beautiful. It wasn't my edit. Like I'll give the guy props who made it, but I played that and people lost their shit. They was like in there dugging. I played that into like a um, um, Mrs. Officer edit with uh, Buster Rhymes. It was ah. When I say I was in my bag, I was in my bag, and it ended the night with "Thinking About You" by Frank Ocean. I had the whole fucking bar singing. It was wow. Uh, let trick that sounds like a stunning time and it is so odd that i've never been to one of your sets like it feels really weird and when we have our pop birthday party are you gonna play yeah you know i so this is something else i've learned is i've tried to like host parties at the house here and like dj but it's really hard to dj and host totally because like then you're stuck behind the booth and i have realized that that is a thing you are back there and you're working and you're I'm not at the point where I can hold conversations and DJ at the same time yeah. really. Um so for our you know anniversary party I think I would have to pre-make a mix for most of it. Yeah. And then do like a little like hour long live mix. Yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah. You know? Yeah, like have a pre-made mix for the beginning while we're like Yeah. real life mixing. Yep. Hanging yeah. out, getting our photos, and then when the sun goes down, you get in the booth. Yep, absolutely. Um, I would love nothing more than that. I, I truly like the the whole DJ thing. I had a couple people ask me this weekend, like, when am I trying to get out of it? And you know, I don't really know the answer to that yet. I know that I don't want it to be everything and anything and everything to me. I, like, it's not my only identity. Yeah, but. I truly enjoy making other people have a good time and connecting with people. Like one of the best compliments one woman came up to me at the end of the night gave me, she's like, your music was like my entire playlist, but like better. And like I was, her friends were like, yeah, she was like having a really bad night. She didn't want to come out tonight. She wanted to Mm -hmm. leave, but we literally stayed because you were like speaking to our souls. I was like, (laughs) did your heart smile? Girl, I was like, I was so happy. And then, like, the ones from New York, I guess they told Jackie that, like, they haven't heard a DJ like me before, which, like, I, I'm i decent. I'm not. There's guys in New York who are way better than me. This is not me, you know. Don't sell yourself I'm short. Better. But just, like, that compliment is great. And then as they left, they were like, bye, Justin. I was like, yeah. Stop. I love it. So you have a fan club now, basically, is what you're telling yeah, me. Yeah, it was great. Um, It was a lot of fun. I... Oh, two of our clients that we're doing a wedding for came by and, like, previewed my, my like, mixes or whatever live. And so it was just all around. It was a good moment. It, like, reinvigorated me. I, like, have all these ideas in my head for, like, new mixes coming up. Um, 
yeah, I don't know where I want to take this. You don't need don't know. to know. Like, it's just for fun. And it's for funsies, and it's going so well. Like, I feel like sometimes when we have a very clear idea of, like, oh, I'm doing this for X, Y, Z purpose, it could, yeah. like, muddle your experience. And you're having so much fun. Like, I think it's totally great that you don't know what you what your like end all be all but right now it's fun and that's all that you need to do very true so i guess i will continue to have fun with it um if you're looking for a dj especially as holidays come up like i i'm excited for holiday parties i will crush it that's how i got started last year i really want to go to a holiday party this year i hope someone hosts one i just want to get dressed up in like some holiday clothes i don't want to wear an ugly sweater because I host everything else, and I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired of hosting. Honestly, I need a break. I, I, yeah, I want to yeah. be hosted. I want to get dressed up. I don't want to wear an ugly Christmas sweater. I don't want to yeah, wear yeah. something dumb. I want to get dressed up in, like, sparkles or velvet or whatever it is, and I want to attend a cute party, and I want it to be, like, chic, and I want someone to hand me a glass of champagne, and I want to feel See. the holiday vibes. What you just did right there is exactly why you can't be hosted. Because I have a specific reason. I want to, like, control what the party's going to be like. Specific I know. Because Jackie and I both realize that. It's like we like our yeah. visions. And so it's like who's better going to execute it than you? That's why we need to live in the same goddamn city so we can all Here's the thing. Yeah. We- <laughs> all of my friends could execute this. And meet like immensely beautifully, but you guys all live in a different state, and it's honestly rude that none of you have moved here. Uh, yeah, we okay, like come on, just come on over. It's the same amount you know, of money, Lindsay. I will have to say, I love the island, but I would get mad island fever. Like, that's amazing. I love to snowboard. We're getting season passes this year. And I don't, you know, you I can don't snowboard know about on the DJ big scene islands. out that way. Oh, you would, there's a huge DJ scene. You would kill it. Jorge's on a Friday night. What? DJ what? Patrick <laughs> Lamar. Whatever DJ's there is now needs to step aside if you're coming to town. And, and also, do you think Albus is an island dog? I think Albus would love being on the beach all the time. I could see him jumping into the water because there's like little spots where you need to see these dogs thrive. No, I don't think no. you want Albus to be an island Liz, dog because Liz, Liz, you don't want to clean his fur. Exactly. Last time we took him to the beach, it took three hours to get out. For those of you who don't know, I have a Bernadoodle. For those of you who have Bernadoodles or any kind of doodle mix, you understand my pain. Most other dogs, when you go to the beach, you just wipe them down. You wash them off, and they the sand runs right out of their fur because their hair is much more coarse and thin, and it's, it's fine. With doodles, that shit lives in there, and I'm sorry. I don't want to give him a bath for three hours. There's lots of doodle bobs over here. I see doodle bobs all the time. Well, that's they're they're crazy because I'm like I let my dog in my bed, but that's because I know he's fucking clean, and I'm not letting him in my bed if I know he's not clean. So, yeah, I just want everyone to know that I'm so low maintenance that I live on this island. Okay. Anyway, should we get into our trends? Yeah, let's let's get it. Let's get let's get after it. I'll go first because it's like very yeah. um. I don't know. I'll tell you my trend. My trend of the week are my three 
brand new comfort influencers that I've been following, that I've been loving, that I want to share with you guys, that I think you guys would also love. And they all are just living a very sweet life. I don't know how else to put it other than like a very simple sweet life where like their content is surrounded like by the simple things rather than, you know, like, oh, I went to this restaurant and then I got this coffee and then I did this, you know, like their content's very like home focused, family focused, like feel good content that I don't feel like I'm comparing myself in that way. So the first one that I want to shout out is her name is Tess. She's on TikTok. Her handle is Tess Madeline, T-E-S-S-M-A-D-A-L-Y-N. Um, I'm sure she's on Instagram too, but I love following her on TikTok. I think she's so like cute and she just comforts me when I watch her. She seems like my friend. I feel like I'm FaceTiming with my friend while she bakes or while she cooks or while she like runs errands. And I think she lives in Canada. She's always dressed so cute. You know who she reminds me of, Justin? Like to a T, Allie Beck, my wedding photographer. She feels oh. like Allie Beck to me and I want to be friends yeah. with Allie Beck. So I like love Tess. And um, she does this, like, cute little recipe. She makes ice cream. And then, like, all of her family lives within, like, two blocks of her. And they, like, her and her husbands, both of their parents live very close by. And, like, she's like, oh, my dad just came off and dropped off some treats from, like, the local bakery. Like, just, it's just, like, such a sweet. They're just, like, so sweet and simple and cute. So I love Tess. Um, Another one is Condiment Claire on TikTok. I'm sure some of you know who I'm talking about. I have seen her tiktoks for like two years but i just recently started following her and like religiously watching her content she lives between london and france and right now she's in france for the summer living with her dad on their mill in the french countryside and they she helps her her french father who's so cute they just have like a little french cottage home and they live on a mill and they like she takes care of the mill and she does um like they have like a bunch of fruit trees and gardens and all that kind of stuff and she makes like all this fresh jam and whatnot from her dad's mill and every morning they go to a new bakery and do like a baguette and other french pastry taste test and it's just so cute and comforting to watch like highly recommend and she got her start by like talking about condiments like all types of condiments she makes her own butter Mm -hmm. like she does all these things that are very simple she just looks like she's just like very simple and she's gonna have I'm thinking she's been hinting at the fact that she's going to come out with her own line of sorts now that she's gotten really popular and I'm really excited I would be I will be purchasing whatever she provides and then my last one is she's like very new her name's McKenna Elise she's on TikTok as well Um, McKenna is M-A-K-E-N-N-A dot A-L-Y-S-E she's my new style icon I love everything she wears it's like very simple it's not trendy but there's trends incorporated and it's comfortable and it's stylish and it's chic and it's clean and I don't know where she lives but I've been trying to figure it out because I'm obsessed with her house and I'm obsessed with her like outdoor and she wears really cute outfits and she's a mom of two and it's just like so nice to see a cute little mom she has tattoos but like they're like they're like the same type of tattoos that like I would get and she dresses really chic and cute and I love her so I would watch her she only has 4,600 followers on TikTok right now and I bet you she's gonna blow up in like six months so I just want to call it out now here that I am following her from this point and you guys should all go follow her because you're gonna love her style as well and those are my three comfort influencers 
I I'm taking a look at McKenna at least right now. Yeah, she's cute. She has very she her style reminds me of yours because I'm literally looking at one where she has like boxers on. Mm-hmm. Um, she has Birkenstocks, white scrunch socks, and like an oversized button up shirt. So like yeah, it's like very clean, very comfortable, very casual. Yep. And she just started getting PR, and it's just like she's she's just new, and I love it. I love following influencers from the very very beginning. It sets my soul on fire, and she's like one of the people that I feel like I found her and Tessa are still like pretty new you guys should follow both of them but like I remember following Peyton Sartain when she was still in college Mm -hmm. when she like didn't even have 10,000 followers and now she's huge and I love it and I love seeing that trajectory and I'm so excited about it and so I feel like McKenna's the next one that we're going to be obsessed with nice well I decided to follow suit and you know, mention some people that I started following very recently. Um, I think my oh, like my fashion aesthetic is shifting slightly. Um, I don't know if it's because I'm getting older. I don't know. I don't like to admit that. But anyway, um, one guy that I started following, his name is Alberto. Um, his Instagram handle is I am Tabber. Um, the reason I like him is like his looks are like very like effortless. There are a lot of like non like no name brands that you can see very clean and just very chic like he gives very much like old money like that's his oh he's very cute is he in france um i believe so um and yeah i just like his looks like i've definitely emulated a lot of his different looks lately um he was a big inspiration for a lot of my looks for europe this weekend or excuse me next month um so yeah i started following him like his looks a lot the next one, you know, his style doesn't really match mine. His name is Alberto, um, Albert um, Musquiz. And his, How do you uh, spell it? Instagram, his Instagram handle is Edgy Albert. Edgy Albert, okay. He definitely gives, like, 70s retro dad. And he gives, he gives these, like, really cool, like, you know, talking to the camera videos. Like, he, like, gives his style recommendations and stuff like that. And I kind of just like his vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't necessarily, you know, match his style, but there's a few things that I pull from that I'm like, oh, you know, like trucker hats are coming back or, you know, shorter um, jean shorts or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I like him a lot. I think he's pretty funny. Um, I've seen him on TikTok. Up? Yeah, he's he's cool. I like him a lot. I do too. Um, and then the next, next one is not necessarily a person. It's called Style GF. And it's pretty much these, like, women who give style tips to guys. And I think, like, they are always, they're they're right on the money. Um, I think for a guy, because I've had some people ask me, like, oh, like, how do you figure out your style or fashion? And, you know, listening to po- or Instagrams like this, um, like, they just did one about fall looks. And, like, two of their things were, like, rugby polos, which I have one already. Um, and, like, Harrington jackets are calling for fall this year. Um and they give Wait, you kind of like cute. examples. Yeah, they give you examples of like brands. A lot of it's Abercrombie lately because this is my plug for Abercrombie. Mm-hmm. Abercrombie's really done well with – they rediscovered the age group that fell in love with them to begin with is mm-hmm. our age group. And we're like 30-something. And these are the looks that we're wanting, and they have tapped into it. They've literally taken over my closet. Wow, I love this. This is so cute. I love that they started this. I'm going to send it to Arash immediately. <laughs> Damn. Why Arash, Lindsay? 
Because sometimes he asks. Oh, there you go. Sometimes I don't know. Like style GF. Yeah, I'm not. They did one like what you should wear for like date nights and stuff like that. It's this thing is like people think like you have to really have like this eyeball for things or do things that are over the top or crazy. No, it's just first of all, it's confidence when you wear it. And second of all, it's like you can put together simple things and make them look really chic. Like one thing I noticed is you can take a simple button up top and if as soon as you tuck it in, it completely changes the look. You go from like a daytime outfit to like, oh, clean, smart fashion or smart casual fashion. And it's like little things like that that you can change an outfit completely. So that's what I'm following. I love it. We will um, <clears throat> tag all of these people on our Instagram stories this week for you guys to go check out. I hope you do. If you fall in love with any of them, let us know. Yeah. I love sharing my influencers. Okay, let's get into our pop culture news stories of the week. We don't have a lot, but we have some really meaty stories that we need to dive into. I feel like we almost did an emergency episode because of this first story. And the first story being like, what the hell is going on with Scooter Braun's empire? I and, you know, I think I'm glad we did not do the emergency episode because when this first broke, there were so many conflicting stories. And I felt like every day I hopped on Instagram, something new came out, like somebody else or something completely new. So anyway, for um, those who have not so initially, you know, the first story I think came out was like Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, Demi Lovato have started dropping Scooter Braun as their manager. A while back, back in like January of this year, Ad- Adina Menzel was like probably the first big person to drop him. But like she's big, but not at the same time. Like, a lot yeah, of people don't she's know not she is. a pop star. No. But once you say the chick who sung the Frozen song, you're like, oh, that lady. Yeah. So she was one of the first ones that dropped him. So there's been all these conflicting stories, some of which have saying like, oh, Tay-, like we talked about it. Taylor initiated all this because, as we all know, there's no good blood between Taylor Swift and Scooter no. Braun over her music and him buying the rights to her music. Um, so some people are saying others are following suit. Um, but probably the biggest, I think, is most factual story. But who really knows? Because people from his camp are coming out and saying, like, none of this is true. These people aren't necessarily dropping him. But purely it's because he became the CEO of, I don't know, how do you say this? Hybe America? Hybe, I guess. I don't know. Hybe America, which is um, this entertainment company in South Korea. And they've been behind some of the big K-pop groups such as, like, BTS. Um, His company was bought by them. And then they had him become the CEO of the America or the U.S. um, branch of this company. So what his party or his group is saying is that, you know, because he's taking on these new CEO roles, that he is backing away from his like day to day managing roles. And so that's why all these contracts are they're not necessarily dropping him, but they're just being restructured and like re-signed kind of thing. Yeah. Or you can believe the Swifties and think are some of the other theories that are coming out is that he's being investigated by the investigated by the FBI for, you know, you know, stupid white collar criminal shit, probably like some backdoor like deals, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the most interesting part of this story is with Justin Bieber because Justin Bieber made Scooter Braun, Scooter, Scooter Braun, Braun. Yeah. like that yeah. is his OG. So it is, 
wild to see Justin would even like think about dropping Scooter and vice versa. Like if I were Scooter Braun, I would like forever and always personally manage Justin Bieber, mostly because he's his top earner and he he gave his whole management company credibility back in the day in like 2006 when he originally signed with him. Um, Mm -hmm. The rumblings that I heard from Justin Bieber's side is that with his latest tour that Justin Bieber had to pull out of for his health reasons, his Scooter Braun like put someone else, like a lower level manager on his, um, I don't want to say case, but kind of like on his, on that project. And he mm-hmm. let it slide through that like now Justin like owes a hundred shows to this company and Haley and Justin are very upset with the way that Scooter handled it because he didn't handle anything personally. He just like, pushed it off onto someone else and someone with like much less experience and then Justin Bieber ended up firing his business manager which Scooter Braun brought on for him so it seems like Justin's like restructuring that they're like there is bad blood between Justin and Scooter like something is going down they're not they're not okay um and I think it's to do with the fact like Scooter got way too big for his britches he's always like made himself just as famous as his clients which yeah. we don't know like think about it like who's beyonce's manager i don't fucking know he the, because he's not relevant I feel, like, I feel like good managers are good at staying behind the scenes for the most part and they really promote their artists not to say that you can't be known but you're known within the industry as being good at yes. your fucking job yes but you're not known as a in a celebrity in your own right whereas i feel like scooter braun like yeah, I knew of him very early on. Like, I always knew who Justin Bieber's manager was. Why is that? Exactly. He's just – he's wanted the fame himself. So it seems like he got a little bit too greedy or, like, big for his britches, and he let some things slide through the cracks, and his clients are not happy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they're all under contract, apparently. So who knows how it's going to play out. I think it's still, like, playing out in real time. Um but I thought this quote was interesting that I pulled from this Variety article. And, okay, it says, He's imploding, one source says, suggesting unsavory revelations are in the works. It's a different world since the pandemic. You just can't be an asshole like that anymore. And that tracks to me. <laughs> like, you just can't um, be an asshole. Like, he's just not making friends in the industry anymore. His, like, asshole or, yeah. like, intimidation ways are no longer accepted. I think that's across the board after the pandemic. I feel like people are just not into pulling up with bullshit anymore. Yeah. So that's, like, people aren't, you know, taking, being overworked at work and not getting any raises. People aren't, like, into any of this crap. They're like, look, yeah. the world almost ended. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I need to do me. And so maybe, yeah, that's why. Um, yeah. Um, quickly to touch on the Taylor Swift of it all. If you guys are confused why Taylor Swift could be connected to Scooter Braun. Obviously, we all know Scooter Braun underhandedly purchased Taylor's music without her permission and then sold it without giving Taylor the option to buy it herself. Um, so this was a huge thing obviously the Swifties hate Scooter Braun that's always been a thing and when this all went Mm -hmm. down Scooter had all of his clients like tweet meanly about Taylor as well so it's like he not only like got himself involved in a sticky situation with Taylor like his clients were then like coming out sticking standing up for him and they don't need to you know like that's again not signs of a good business manager anyways so Taylor's song vigilante shit is the one that's being decoded 
amongst this revelation of everyone dropping Scooter Braun. I'll read you some lyrics that the Swifties are um, thinking about and focusing on. She needed cold hard proof, so I gave her some. She had the envelope. Where do you think she got it from? Now she gets the house, gets the kids, gets the pride. Picture me thick as thieves with your ex-wife. When this song came out like around the time that Scooter and his wife got divorced in 2022. Mm -hmm. And it's theorized that Taylor gave his ex-wife some information about maybe like him not being so faithful. And then another few lines that go, while he was doing lines and crossing all of mine, someone told his white collar crimes to the FBI. So now everyone's speculating that Taylor has information that she handed over to the FBI or knows that information was being over handed over to the FBI. There's been speculation that the FBI has like abruptly visited the homes of like Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande and that's what prompted their um, dismissal from his management and like wanting to be dropped yeah. because they don't want to be dragged into anything like that. So like that's all speculation. There's no like factual evidence that I can lean on for this but this does seem probable what's that that this is the case not that he's just becoming a ceo because why would they all publicly drop him like that instead of him first who he has such pride like such an ego being like i'm taking a step back from management and i'm gonna transition into these roles and like thank you so much to my clients like I'm passing them off to good hands. Instead, it came out that he was being dropped first, which makes me yeah. think that there's bad blood. Um, and uh, yeah, and I, now that you say that, I do agree. Cause like, if it was like a restructuring thing and he was taking on um, different roles, I feel like you would have heard something from his camp right from the first kind of thing. To kind yeah. of get ahead. Like a, like a, uh, what do they call it? A press release. Yeah. You know? And a joint statement between him and Justin Bieber, him and Ariana Grande, you know, like these were all just coming out from their personal camps without scooter's knowledge and of course he tried to make a joke out of it tweet you know breaking news i'm no longer managing myself lol scooter okay but what's going on you know scooter braun might be in the category of what's the guy's name bobby or billy mcfadden or whatever that guy's name the Firefest guy who just came back out and he's doing yes too yes just sociopath potential sociopathic tendencies and just power hungry power hungry fame hungry yeah an asshole but good at what he does because he's obviously gotten this far you know he's done a good job Can you say billy mcfadden was good at what he did he wound up in prison, is it mcfadden so he... or mcfarland i don't know McFarland. no he's not good at what he does scooter Braun's good at what he does well, what he's done so far I don't well the argument can be that Billy's good at convincing people to give him money because he convinced people to sponsor Firefest too and he's doing it. And the tickets True. already the first round of tickets already sold out. You guys, are you okay? Are you okay? Should I call a doctor? <sighs> Justin's gonna have to make some house calls for you all. Okay. You know what? If if I'm being totally honest, there's a small part of me who's curious. As to what this firefest would be like. Yeah, no, I'm curious, but I don't want to be there. This part of me wants to be there. You want to be Not boots on the ground? Yeah, just be boots on the ground. Should we send me there and do like, you know, pop from Firefest 2? Sure. 
Once just I get this LLC, card. yeah, we'll just put it on the business card. <laughs> throw it, throw it on. Why not? Okay. Um, next story: Britney Spears cracked head open, needing stitches after Sam Asgari fight. This is an allegation. Just want to make is that misleading clear. Misleading too. It's also misleading, the headline. but the headline yeah. is everywhere. And yeah. um, as I'm sure you guys have all seen, lots of allegations are coming out from Sam Asgari's camp about what his marriage to Brittany was really like. He's saying a lot of allegations of abuse. He's saying that um, Brittany Spears cheated on him with one of their male um, Houseworkers. Houseworkers. Just like a lot of things. He's just being kind of dumb. And he also, the dumbest thing that he's done so far, though, was go on his Instagram and be like, oh, you guys, which disguise should I wear for the paparazzi today? Um, You know, the paparazzi also has Instagram. Like, what? <laughs> you're just telling them what you're going to look like. Like, I'm so confused what you think you're doing. And this is not a joke, you know? Like, a lot of people are yeah. really concerned about Britney and, like, this type of behavior is just silly and obvious that he still wants to just cling on to his like dwindling moments of fame because once he's no longer married to Britney, he's no longer famous. No one's going to care what Sam Asgari is doing. And supposedly in his prenup, the only thing he truly gets is any gifts that he received during the time of their marriage. Otherwise he has no right to any of her wealth or fortune. Right. My like, I feel like these stories came out and when they first came out, it made it sound like he was the one cheating or he was the one being abusive. But now it's like, you know, he's telling stories about waking up to her, like hitting him, hiding knives around the house. Yes. Um, and, you know, those could not those store or those allegations couldn't necessarily like those would totally be true. Because, like, as we all see from her Instagram posts, like she is definitely going through something and that's just me trying to be as kind as possible yeah and kind as possible but uh, yeah i could imagine it being terrifying living with somebody that you don't necessarily know what's going on i don't know i feel like we're going through this phase like i i feel like everybody wants to like diagnose her with something yeah to like give an explanation for what's going on because she just seems like you know off the handles a little bit from time to time so, i mean some of it's really concerning or disturbing that you're like uh, i don't know that i can just like sit here and be like yeah go girl go yeah. when yeah. you could be you know spiraling or self-sabotaging in other ways um yeah but the reason for this crazy headline is that there was a new tv special i think on fox about Brittany and sam's divorce it was uh it's on hulu on Hulu, okay. Which you have to specify is a TMZ. It's a TMZ like, speci special. Yeah. yeah. And the who's the main guy from TMZ? Why can't I think of I his name? I don't know. Jackie and I started watching it last night and I fell asleep. Okay, so he claims that she and Sam, the Brittany and Sam were going at it in a hotel room and it got so bad yep. that she tripped and hit the coffee table, cracking her head open. Um, oh, Levin. Something Levin is his name. She needed stitches. However, a source tells us this did not happen, adding that Spears and Asgari have never even been to London together. Um, okay, so then where did that story come from? That's really confusing. Yeah. And I don't necessarily believe, like, Spears camp either. I just don't know who you're supposed to believe in any situation. Um, but, yeah, he 
suspected that she'd been cheating on him with a staff member at her home and he also said that she once physically attacked him while he was asleep leaving him with a black eye and then spears camp came out denied those allegations said there was no cheating and he's six foot two and she's five foot four so how could she attack him that i didn't see you know i don't like that kind of comment because that makes it seem like you know just because she's smaller than him she's helpless or something like if he's asleep or he's somebody who refuses to hit a woman or, you know, he's like, that's my wife. She he knows that she's going through something and that, like she can easily attack him and take totally. advantage of that. So, like, you know, I'm not saying it's necessarily true, but I'm also saying, like, you can't just write him off and say, like, oh, that can't be because he's so yeah. much bigger than her. This is not like, like a physics thing. This is just no. There's so many other factors that play into it other than their height, which is just funny that, of course, that's what they came out and said. I just think this is going to be this isn't the bottom or this is not the, you know, bottom of where this is going to spiral down to. No. And we're never going to know what really is going on in Britney's life. So. Love and support and well wishes. And Sam, maybe it's time for you to move. I think. Sam and Britney Spears, not together but separately, should move to the countryside. Like, maybe we don't need to live in L.A. anymore. I think that's another thing that the pandemic taught us is that you don't have to be in L.A. to be successful. Like, you can go to other places. You can travel into L.A. for work when you need to, but you can do almost everything remotely. Like, why don't you move somewhere else? Like, get some fresh air, get a new perspective, a new lease on life, and, you know, take some time. I, I agree. Where and the paparazzi the is not Instagram there. Account. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just like a few bits of advice from us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, somebody's doing the opposite of stepping out of the limelight. Meghan Markle is stepping back into her truth. Um, oh, so Meghan Markle, there's a new story that says Meghan Markle could at least earn $1 million per post during her anticipated return to Instagram. This is my thing. Meghan Markle came up with a patient the other day because he, this patient was from like England. And I asked like, like, Oh, what's your take on Meghan Markle? And the look on his face was just pure. I think it's no, kind of like, they do not like feeling. her. No. And I want to make this very clear. It's not the whole, like, I believe the Royal family really had an issue with her being black. And yeah. There's a lot of racism involved there. And so I think that part is wrong. I think what most or what I believe most like English people have a problem with is the drama that has ensued with yes. them leaving and like the at like them doing the tell all story. Like you could have just left quietly. Tell all and been the like, books, hey, they were the podcast. They were racist. They like we're doing our own thing. But like everything else that ensued after it, I think is what people have a problem with. So anyway, um, she left Instagram uh, back in 2020. Um, and now she's coming back. You know, her Instagram handle is going to be at Megan, which it's already active. Who does she have to pay to get that Instagram handle? So this is how you get those Instagram handles. One, you find the person who has it and you DM them. Yeah. And then you say, I'll pay you this much money for this handle. Yeah. And they don't know where it's coming from. They could be like, oh, this could be Megan Fox. This could be Megan Trainer. you know, whoever whoever other yep. famous Megans there are and ask for X amount of dollars and they make the transaction. And then they have someone at Meta that holds the account. So like 
you have a rep from Meta that is like uh-huh. perpetuating the sale. So they, you make this agreement with whoever's the owner of the account. And then they they like change their username and Meta holds it for you for you to be able to make it yours when you create your account. So should we do that? Yeah, it's a whole thing. Pop. Yeah, when we have 100,000 followers and 10,000 monthly listeners, I will be DMing Pop Podcast, whoever they are, and asking them, can I please buy this from you? Well, anyway, supposedly... um, so uh, somebody from her camp said, yes, that is her. That is, in fact, Meghan Markle. Expect an announcement very soon. She is coming back. Um, and the accounts already reached, like, 76,000 followers. I think that, um, like, and supposedly she she has a lot of pull and a lot of potential. So she can get upwards of a million, which is crazy. Because, like, like, I'll be honest. Like, I had a fat crush on Meghan Markle when she was on Suits. Like, she's a little cute little light-skinned girl. Like, um, and she's a household name now. Yeah. And she's not going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. This is she has a unique status because she is a celebrity actress and royalty. And I'm just yeah. interested to see what kind of content she's going to put out. I could see her doing um like kind of like a young Martha Stewart or I could see her doing a similar vibe to Joanna Gaines. Yeah, I can see that. Absolutely. Like ripping off Joanna Gaines and like <laughs> doing that type of thing or like being like this is the meal that i make my kids this is the meal that i make my husband this is prince harry's favorite meal this is my kid's favorite meal this is my mom coming in to show you how to make my like my family's favorite meal from when i was growing up you know like it's gonna be stuff like that and then maybe sprinkle them with like some mental health stuff or um i don't know but it's gonna be very Poosh meets Joanna Gaines meets meets Martha Stewart. That's my guess. That, and like I can definitely see her. Yeah, yeah. Like her sponsors are going to be like Headspace and, um, like what are some other Thrive Market? I'm sure she's going to have sponsors. I can see her being like a goop ambassador. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think she's going to create her own type of like goop poosh yeah. situation. There's a lot of like talk in Santa Barbara about her right now because her kids go here. And so there's always these talks about where her kids are going to school. And so I guess one of them is. It's going to be very lifestyle based. Edging, edging out of like preschool and going into like grade school. And so. There's yeah. all these talks about which private school they're going to go to. And I think everybody knows. And um, the r- rumor is that they everybody has to sign NDAs. Like all of the classmates have to sign NDAs. Yeah. Well, Santa Secure, Barbara like, have- and Montecito especially is like a very small community. So yeah. they can't really hide there like they could in L.A., you know? Oh, no. Not at all. Like people are going to know they go there. But they – I think that NDAs are like you can't like be spreading information – you can't talk to and the press. stuff about them. Yeah, exactly. Um, and your kid has to be used to there being probably security guards on campus because I doubt they send their kid to a school without security guards. Oh, 100%. So basically, like, a lot of – there's been a lot of speculation that Prince Harry and Meghan are, you know, not as financially well off as they were expecting to be, and this will be a great source of income for their family. Okay, I call bullshit on that. There's no way they're just not financially stable. I know. 
But, you know, they think not financially stable when they have only like five million in their savings instead of 20. Exactly. And that's the part that like, anyway, that's a pet peeve when like wealthy people are like, oh, my God, I'm struggling. Like, oh, yeah. Did oh, your like like Rachel going on to Bethany Frankel's podcast being like, I'm broke when she made three hundred sixty one thousand dollars the year before. It's like, oh, what? So then what am I to you? <laughs> Dirt poor. Dirt poor living in poverty like you can't say you're broke okay final story very quickly this is just one that i am so confused why this why makes headlines shouldn't be a story it's literally every single day it should not be a story and that's why i'm talking Nobody about cares. it and that is kanye west's wife in quotes because they're not legally married but he refers to her as wife bianca sensori lives leaves little to the imagination in a very racy nude cat suit while rapper walks the streets barefoot during yet another bizarre appearance in italy kanye and bianca have been in italy for what seems like a decade like every single day oh the italians are mad at what about what she's wearing i don't think that that's actually true i think they're just confused as to why she's like wearing nylon tights as a shirt and pants and no underwear walking around and it is bizarre and why is kanye dressing her like this and why are these headlines who's pushing this to be news because i don't know one single person that's like waiting to see what bianca's gonna wear next like i don't even know one single person that talks about bianca yeah first of all you guys might run into him that'd be weird second of all um yeah like why do i I i'd I'd be like girly you want to dress like do you need some clothes yeah, like, we, this has been a story literally every every week when I go and look up stories that we're going to talk about. This is, it's one story Always. about her and what she's wearing and, like, wearing a sheer top without any cover underneath or wearing pants. Like, we get it. She is a sexual person. Whether she's choosing these outfits or Kanye's choosing the outfits, like, I really don't give a shit anymore. Yeah, um, we just want this to stop being a story. Yeah, just, like, I think Kanye's planting be crazy them. if because he wants because if you think about it like everyone tries to say that kim got as famous as she is because of kanye and his fashion stuff and i think he really believes that as well and um he's trying to recreate that magic with bianca uh, not understanding that they're two different women in two different circumstances yeah because kim had her following before he came around and don't get me wrong i think that him and her together gave her a bigger audience gave her like, a boost her even more yeah gave her a boost but like she already had her following like i'll give her her props like she you know she already had her people and he did form. help like her Lindsay. with fashion like imagine yeah not imagine remember what kim used to dress and now she how she dressed now and like i still don't always agree with her like super suits that she's wearing but whatever she feels accepted in the fashion world and i think he's just trying to recreate that with Bianca. Bianca was just like an Instagram influencer, like And didn't he try to do this with Julia Fox? And he too, tried but Julia Fox was already an icon. Like she already had her own style. Like, yes, he was dressing her, but she also already dressed crazy like that. If you guys go back Gems. and look at Bianca before she married Kanye, like she was a very normal she was not doing this shit. She has like a yeah. full different face, a full different hair, like her facial expressions are so different. She looks scared. And, you know, that's my two cents on that. Let's chat TV. There's nothing. There's literally nothing. The effects of the writer's strike and the actor's strike because there's not jack shit 
on TV. There's been like a couple of like Netflix releases, but like none that have caught my eye. I think no. that uh, I've been just watching Suits over again, to be totally honest with you. We started watching Suits and like we're in the first season and I'm sorry, Megan Markle's not an actress. Maybe she will grow into her character. That's rude. But this That's first rude. season, she is not. And I that am like needing her to. You know, it, but that's the same with, like, every single series. The first season, everyone's getting their bearings, you know, like, getting comfortable as their yeah. character and with their cast members. So I'm sure she gets better later on. So we're trying to rewatch that as well. It's just, like, not my favorite. And I wanted to ask you, hmm. now that we're in the time of year, I feel like fall, everyone rewatches their favorite comfort shows. Like, it's, like, their yearly annual thing. I know – that at least in like the community of show that I watch, this is something that happens every single year. Is there a fall comfort show that you watch every single year? Rewatch. I don't know if it, I don't know if it's like a fall comfort, but I now that I think about it, I kind of watch it every year. Um, I don't know if this is embarrassing or not, but I tend to watch Gossip Girl like every single year. Yeah, mine are Gilmore Girls and Gossip Girl. I rewatch them every single year. Sometimes I get through all of the seasons. Sometimes I don't. But it's just like, oh, yeah. it, like the air starts to get a little crisper. What do I want to watch? I want to watch people on the East Coast. And who's on the East Coast? Gilmore Girls and Gossip Girl. I never put that together. Maybe that's why I like watching them. Yeah. It's it's East Coast vibes. Like Because even in yeah. California, like, yes, it becomes fall technically. And obviously here in Hawaii, too, like it becomes fall technically. But – it's not the same as not what it's same. like on the East Coast. And no. it's just there's something so comforting and relaxing about watching seasons on someone else's television screen. I don't want to live in snow literally ever, yeah. but I love watching people that live in snow. I feel that. Yeah. So, so that's what are your guys' favorite comfort TV shows? What are you guys going to be watching? I kind of want to know. Yeah, I want to know. And if you guys have any TV show recommendations that, like, just any from any time, since there's obviously nothing new coming out, any, like, of your favorite TV series that, you know, maybe wasn't as mainstream that you think we should watch, please let us know because I am at a halt in my entertainment and I'm bored. And I'm going to have to start Gilmore Girls early. Usually you I don't start until September uh, or October. You can You can go back and watch The Idol. No. <laughs> That's not cozy or comforting. I I think if I were to answer this question for Jackie, somehow, someway, every year, it's not a show, but we end up watching this series every year when, like, Halloween slash Thanksgiving, Christmas come around. Harry Potter. Every You know what? Year. That's a really good one. That's a great thing to add to your crispy, cozy, comfy fall. Yep vibes harry potter agreed agreed okay gonzo really helps me with the sports section are you ready because there's a lot um yes because all i saw on my instagram from my guy friends was everybody was doing their draft parties yes and this is like golfing all over again yeah i feel left out but i don't want to be invited at the same time (laughs) i feel you gonzo is definitely part of fantasy every single year and he like he's like on Thursday, I need a few hours. Like, he always gets nervous to ask me, which is so kind because he, like, well, that's cute. doesn't want me to be bored, I guess, for those two hours. Like, Gonzo gets really yeah. sad if I do things by myself. I love 
doing things by myself. I love being by myself. So I'm always like, no, it's fine. Like, you want two hours? Like, sounds great. I'm going to lay in bed with a glass of wine and scroll TikTok. Like, that sounds, like, fun to me. Anyways, he's um, doing that on Thursday. With that in mind, the NFL preseason is over, and we're officially one Sunday away from the start of the season. The season starts September 7th on a Thursday. Um, all 32 teams will play week one. Apparently, there are bye weeks where not everyone plays every week. Didn't know that. Learned that today. Something funny that came out of this is the NFL script parody. Did I send it to, I sent it to you? Did you watch it? I had already seen it, and okay. I meant to bring it up to you. Absolutely hilarious. Uh, my favorite part about this is, is that the NFL produced this. And obviously, this is the conspiracy theories from NFL fans, people that are very into it, saying that the NFL scripted because there's no way certain things could have happened, whatever. You know what? Maybe it is. Just, like, live ignorance is what's, like, let the magic play out how it may. But the NFL yeah. hears you, and they think it's funny, and they did a parody. Um all the stars were in it. Jalen Ramsey, Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, my bestie, DK Metcalf or DJ. I don't DK know. McCaff. DK McCaff. DK Metcalf. Okay. Jamar Chase and Justin Fields were the featured players. And then Keegan, Keegan Michael Key was featured as the director, which was really funny. And it's just a little chuckle. It was great. And how they all voted to um, vote right off Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Right off. And he's like, you're an actor, Mahomes. Act like it. And he's like, boring. It's just funny. We'll post it to our Instagram this week so you can see. Um, That's fucking great. Another little NFL news story. The San Francisco 49ers trade away their future quarterback, Trey Lance, the Dallas Cowboys. Apparently, this is a huge deal, you guys. This is big news. Gonzo gave me the whole background. And the way he presented it, I was like, oh, shit, this is... This is major. Yeah. Gonzo was trying to tell me the story, and I was like, is this really the biggest story? Like, is there anything else? He was like, Lindsay, no, this is huge. important. Like, this is huge. And I don't see yeah. the importance in it, but, I, but I'll, I'll report on it, okay? Okay. For you guys. Um, so Trey Lance was supposed to be the future of the 49ers. They were betting on him. They traded a lot to be able to move up in the 2021 NFL draft to get him as their quarterback. He was drafted third overall in the 2021 NFL draft. So they traded up so that they could get a higher spot, draft spot, Mm -hmm. to pick him. And he was the third pick in that draft, which is huge. He did start as the quarterback in 2022, but broke his ankle in week two. He only played a total of eight games, the fewest of any top five pick in NFL history bad i feel bad for him that sucks that's the hardest part about being an athlete professionally of course it can be over in a second it can be over an instant and like he had the future on the back of his hand and then he broke his Mm -hmm. ankle like that sucks i feel for him um owners came out and said we took a shot it didn't work out we own that that's embarrassing to be the reason why an owner's coming out and saying that feel for him there um so gonzo was just letting me know that they basically sacrificed a ton to get this man and it was huge waste that they didn't get any payoff for it yeah like he came back and by the time he came back their like second string quarterback actually doing ended up doing really well Mm -hmm. and then they actually they brought in another guy who wound up being the second string and that other guy moved up to first string so like he like by the time he came back he wasn't even you know the backup quarterback he was the backup's backup so Damn. he had moved down so far 
down the lineup. And, you know, it just sucks. Like, seeing guys like that, um, they have, like, their whole career ahead of them. Yeah. And just plagued by an injury. and Totally. And, like, back. getting your – it's just another reminder that your draft pick number really doesn't matter. It's yeah. your performance in the league. Yeah. Okay, so. so the Dallas Cowboys already have their starting quarterback, who's who is Dak Prescott. I don't know how good he is. I'm sure he's great. Um, I don't know. Are the Cowboys good still? I feel like they go up and down all the time. They're either really good or they suck so bad. Ooh, you said the Dallas Cowboys? Yeah. Just down. They're down. No ups. There's never Just been downs. an up. The thing about the Dallas Cowboy fans is they'll they'll argue otherwise. That's what I'm saying. Like I know a few Dallas Cowboy fans, and they're very serious about it. And I just like I've never seen the payoff. They always think every year like this is our year. I've never seen more. I'm going to say this cautiously. They're probably going to come for me. A more delusional fan base than the Dallas Cowboys. I mean that tracks. That tracks. (laughs) Um, Like just no hope in the world. But man, if you ask them, they got the they got the top team in the league every year. Every year. So funny. One of Gonzo's best friends and one of our good friends is a huge Dallas Cowboys fan. And so whenever they go to play the Rams, he like, yeah. like, oh, Gonzo, are you ready for this week? And Gonzo's like, yeah, this is an easy week for us. <laughs> See what I mean? Like they always think they're like. They're big talkers, big talkers. Yeah. And everybody knows that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But is Dak Prescott good? Because he just signed a four year, $160 million extension in 2021. So he's like signed on to be the quarterback till at least 2025. So what does this mean for Trey Lance? We don't know. We don't care. I don't even know who Trey Lance is. I think he's going to fade away. I think he might, you know, play a couple more years and then realize it's not going to happen. I hope he has like some good friends and family. Sure. Okay. This is a follow up from last week's story. Um, that's sad, and I'm, I'm like, upset about this follow-up because I had um, – I was naive to think that, you know, maybe it was just a cultural difference and that we didn't need to, like, make such a yeah. big deal out of it unless the woman made a big deal out of it. She made a big deal out of it. So FIFA – She sus- showed it. She sure did. So FIFA suspends Spain soccer chief Luis Rubiales, and the coaches resign over unwanted kiss with Women's World Cup winner. So last week Justin reported to us that – there was this weird kiss, and that's what was getting press over them winning. And um, the kiss was not consensual. The kiss was not consensual. Jesse, uh, what's her name? Her name's Jesse, I think. I don't remember what her name is. Hermoso is her last name. So Hermoso made this statement. I want to clarify that at no time did I consent to the kiss that he gave me, and in no case did I seek to lift up the president. I don't really know what that means there, but it's translated from Spanish to English. Seek to lift up, maybe like... In no case did I, like, try to tell him that, like, give any indication that I wanted to kiss him. Um, Yeah. 81 players, including Hermoso, are on strike from the national team and say that they will not play for the national team until leadership changes. But Ruby Alice is, like, coming in hard on the other end being, like, she's a liar. Crazy. And he's claiming that he's the target of a social assassination, which is LOL so funny. I love that he just like thinks he's that important. No, it's not really about you, Rubialis. It's about the fact that it wasn't consensual. Like just sit down, relax, take the hit, and move forward. But this is not the way to go. And on Saturday, the Federation upped the ante by threatening legal action over Hermoso's lies about the kiss. What? Wasn't it recorded? What's the lie? And they're like, we are going to um 
take as many legal actions as necessary to defend the honor of the president. Okay, relax. What about legal actions as necessary to defend the honor of the player that says she was, like, abused? Assaulted. Assaulted. So Hermoso says she did not consent to this kiss, and Ruby Alice describes the kiss as mutual, euphoric, and consensual. Disgusting you, I want to throw up. Didn't need to say all that. See, I think he's shooting himself in the foot. Um, Yes. This is, yeah, I was hoping it was a cultural difference, and it was like, oh, we just don't understand, like, you know, Europeans, you know, kiss each other. Same. Um, But the minute she said something, they needed to, like, just apologize, and maybe he say he got caught up in the moment, in celebration. Like, I'll tell you a story where I got caught up in celebration. I was in high school coaching powder puff football, right? (laughs) And I was one of the coaches. You were? (laughs) And I, yeah, I was. I don't appreciate the disrespectful well, tone that you only had. Only because in past versions of your football history story, it's been that you and Gonzo weren't always, you know, out on the field. First of all, while I played, I started. I want to make that very oh, clear. Oh, you started. Right. Okay. I just yes, don't remember your I name did. being like a star football player. Well, that's because I stopped before I got to varsity. And so nobody gives a shit about JV and Frost. Uh, okay. So. Okay. So, but, but, but you coached perfectly fucking clear that I started. I coached because I, I'm not gonna lie, I forced myself in as a coach because I was like the ASB guy and like all this stuff. You wanted to be included. I forced my way in. I wanted to be included. Anyway, that's not the part of the story that we care about. Okay, part I was just interested. Is, I got excited during one play, and as a player, I remember the girl's name and everything, as she, like, because she, like, made this beautiful catch, and I went to, like, because I'm used to, like, in sports, you smacking somebody on the butt. Why? Why do you guys do that? You I don't did? know. But what did I she say? I remember doing that. She didn't think anything of it. Like, it was, like, all of them. I was like, yeah. We were like, Wah! We were, like, cheering. So, like, she clearly didn't care, but that, like, because as soon as I did it, I was like, oh, my God, I feel so bad, but that's just because that's how I am, and... I know you can get caught up in the moment and some things are just not appropriate. Like if that yeah. would if I would have done that in today's world and like in high school, oh Canceled. my gosh, she would have had my ass written up. Like it would have been horrible. Yeah, like Ruby Alice should have just been like, Oh my god, I was caught up in the moment. I was so yeah. excited. I did not realize that this wasn't consensual and I didn't mean to make her feel assaulted. Yep. Suspend exactly. me for a few games. And come back nicely. Now, the players from yep. the World Cup runners-up, England, released a statement in support of Hermoso on their social networks. So it's like it's getting outside of um, Spain. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, he fucked up. Um, he fucked up, and the association's fucking up by trying to like double down on Hermoso. Like, what century yeah. are you living in? Because the rest of the world is not going to agree with you, sirs. Mm-mm. This is why nope. men shouldn't be running female sports. Like there should be good female representation in within the top mm-hmm. leaders of the association. It doesn't mean that it has to only be women. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. But there needs to be like a very strong presence of females because it does change the outlooks and they do need perspectives. Just like in any room, both perspectives are always needed except when it comes to what to do with the woman's body and this is something to do with the woman's body so get the fuck out you old men that are trying to tell her most of she's lying and welcome in some powerful female leaders yeah absolutely absolutely so that's our show that's our show i actually i have one more thing to say 
okay. and that's because I just came across it. I recommended that you watch The Idol, and I just came across that Idol has been officially canceled after one season. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Shocker to everybody. Shocking. Breaking news. I can't the believe it. The Idol has it. been canceled. That's crazy. I'm so sad. And the week, they were so, like... that. That's a case that they double down. And be like, no, you they guys really are the did. problem. They were like, no, this is good. You got exactly. You like, guys don't get it. Double down on the show. Yep. And no, nobody got it. Nobody got it. <laughs> including, including the people who write your paycheck. They didn't get it either. They didn't get it. They didn't see those numbers come in. Okay. I don't care what kind of artistic uh. thing you thought you were doing. Okay. Well, that's our show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, feel free to go ahead and write a cute little review. Give us some five stars. Follow us on Instagram if you want to see our personalities throughout the week instead of just one day a week. We have um, our – we're both going to Europe in September, so we're going to have a little bit of different schedule that we'll touch on next week because next week actually might be our last normal episode Mm -hmm. for a month. Um, Yeah. And we're going to have some other fun episodes in store for you. We have a fun interview, and we have some things that Justin and I have cooked up So you won't be missing us too much. But if you want to follow along with us on our travels, follow us on our personal Instagrams at lins.pinero, P-I-N-E-I-R-O, and at Justin Hollowell. What's your thing? That's not not my Instagram handle. Your regular one? Justin.Lamar with two M's. Oh, yeah. Justin.Lamar with two M's. Follow us. Love ya. See you later, guys. Bye.